come on, how can you not pick Brent Bukowski to win this event? Are you kidding me? Don't you remember 2021? Oh my. What do you mean? I literally this. I picked him to win. He did not pick Brent Bukowski. Are you kidding me? You literally said Pat Bellner. What? Do we need to watch the receipts what? back? You kidding Are me? Are you kidding? Dude, you're an Can idiot. Can you not hear yourself talking oh. right now, dude? Oh my. These commentators are idiots too. Gosh, I know more about CrossFit than all these What people. are you? Are not even paying scared for the last five years? Uh, you don't want to lose, you little crybaby. God. Is this you or someone you love? Download the Heat One app on the App Store, Google Play Store, or by scanning the QR code on the screen. Heat One is going to the big leagues for 2024 tier Wadapalooza. Pick your top 10 men, women, and teams and play in a shot caller league where you can pick the winners for each event. Create a league with your friends, your gym, and also play in the worldwide league where you have a chance to win $14,000 in prizes. Play now for free by scanning the code on the screen. Guys, I am signing up for the Open this year. I am so excited. I am so scared. Not scared, not excited. Anxious, titillated, up for the challenge. We'll do the Open together. I'm up for the challenge. I want you to be up for the challenge. I want to be a part of something that brings us all closer together. I want to do something that supports uh, CrossFit, the CrossFit Games, uh, the group of us that's out there that believes in personal accountability and personal responsibility. So that's why I'm doing it. Three weeks are over. I'm going to be titillated, proud of myself. I'm going to think I'm the shit because I completed it. The affiliates that have the most participation, hit me up in the DMs, hit Sousa up, and I'd love to have you guys on the show and do my part in helping uh, support you guys and reward you guys for what you're doing for uh, your clients. See you on the leaderboard. I started this training program because I love CrossFit and I want to share that with other people. At Sentinel, we give athletes both everyday and competitive the most effective, unique, and fun training available. At Sentinel Training, we provide the most attentive coaching and descriptive workout notes available on any online training platform at the lowest price. Our mission at Sentinel Training is to preserve the methodology that Coach Glassman founded while continuing to innovate and create devastating fitness. Leading from the front, this is what it means to train sentiment. I don't think he is. Good, better? Yeah, it's better. Good, good. Check, 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 check. Oh, check, we're live. Check. I didn't even, wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. And we're off. <laughs> and your video's glitching for some reason. <laughs> I was like, just watching JR. I mean, you can get caught in JR's eyes so easily. It's insane. And I got caught in, there, in his eyes there. That's better. Yeah, your video looks weird to me, but that's okay. I got some blue sparkles, some uh -oh. red sparkles. You might have to restart your camera, unplug the cord, replug it in. Good morning, everybody. 
It's uh, day number four, day number quattro of Tier Wadapalooza 2024. We have the second day of team competition coming up. We had a big day yesterday and excited uh, to get the show rolling. Of course, as always, joined by Taylor Self and J.R. Howell. What's up? With two dots. With two dots. J dot R dot. That's right. You always got to know. Great workout this morning at CrossFit Wynwood uh, by Train Sentinel. Taylor put it on, had a nice group. QR code on the screen, scan it, get a month free. What else, man? Workout was awesome, five rounds for time. 400 meter run, 21 toes to bar, 12 overhead squat. 15. Sorry. Did you do 12 all five rounds? I did. Oh, and JR swings and a miss. <laughs> JR scaled the workout, actually. No, one, no wonder I went so fast. <laughs> I, had, I had Helen rep scheme in my head uh, the whole time. All good, dude. Great workout. A bit of a mashup between Nancy and some of that pulling from the rig, hanging from the rig with the toaster bar. Me and Bryson did it about a month ago in the 29-degree weather in Charlotte. Uh, today, quite a bit hotter, but still a mild day, overcast. Awesome workout. I had about 12 people there. Yeah, it was cool. So yesterday, team competition, 300 points as well as today. Three events done, three to go. Um, I know we're going to get Brian in here for some top storylines, but I'm really excited to have a full half of the competition still left. So I think the leaderboard's up for grabs. Yep. What was your favorite party yesterday, JR? Uh, I really, really liked, liked how the workouts were longer yesterday so we had a lot of grindy type workouts you know we had the swim burpee uh worm workout we had the run in the morning that was like 20 plus minutes for everybody and then we had the workout last night that was a little bit of chaos which is also kind of cool in a competition that ended with a barbell um kind of just suck fest so that was pretty cool interested to see some faster higher power output workouts today shorter a little bit more individually based so that'll be cool just to see the juxtaposition between the two days and the style of events nice okay we're moving some cameras around but we're going to go ahead and bring in brian from barbell spin give us the top storylines of the day and uh peter pedro is uh doing our camera work professional cameraman uh you can adjust it with the crank on the front to uh, change the tilt and, and, yeah, that's the focus mapping. And you can also zoom it out a little bit. Anyways, Brian, thanks for joining us. Let me get you a microphone. And thanks, everyone, in the comments joining <laughs> us online. Uh, we have some a really smart guy figuring out the camera right now, so it should be good. Uh, Brian, uh, what do you got for us? How was your day yesterday? Did you like watching the team competition, or were you missing individuals? It was a cluster out there. Uh, Especially when they got on the flagler. I mean, when you have, what, 60 athletes all doing deadlifts and uh, hang cleans and front squats, like, you could see who got there first, but following it from the side where I was on the media side, I mean, it was, it was sure. rather difficult to see. Sure. Yeah, so, I mean, you're just waiting on teams to progress to the next barbell movement, but when they're in that barbell movement, it doesn't matter if they're doing sets of five, sets of eight, when they're rotating also, you're trying to figure out, okay, if they rotate every set of five, that means 15 each time someone starts back where they – and you're just trying to figure out who's in the lead, and there's really no way to do it until you see a hand in the air. So. Yeah, like the, the Kelsey Keel team got to the barbell first, but then Team Ice Barrel passed them. But it was really tough to find you – know, 
until the very, very end when they started doing the last few front squats. Other than that, you're just kind of like, what's going on? It was, it was wild. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit confused on the synchro standard. It seemed like Team Ice Bucket was just doing different squats at each part of the, the workout. It's like one person does a squat, another person does a squat, the third person does a squat. They all stand up at the top at the same time. Good rep. I was just confused. Yeah. It did not look synchro to me. It didn't look like something that I would have counted, but hey, we didn't know the standards. That wasn't really communicated, so yeah, I think the synchro yeah. standard on the squat was just at the top oh. at the same time. So if they squatted at slightly different cadences, it didn't have to be at the bottom together. Do you like that? Uh, I think it makes it a lot easier, but it definitely looks cleaner, especially if you're doing something like a synchro wall ball, also a squat. You're not going to be able to do that because there's no point to right. really, like, stop and, and breathe. So. Yeah, and, and like, I think the synchro double unders was probably the biggest miss. Um, Definitely saw a lot of inconsistency between the judges. There was one judge that I've seen all weekend long. He was calling it right, like they were not at sync, but you'd see others where they were out of sync and still getting the good reps. So that's a very tough standard to do. Is yeah. like So we need to find that judge. He needs a promotion. Yeah. Hiller, send him some money. Elevate send him. him some TRT. Send him some needles. That's going to be the first sponsored judge by <laughs> Hiller Fit. Lane 17. Lane 17, get on that, Hiller. Send a, yeah, a package of peptides. All right, Brian Spin, what we got for us? What's our top first top storyline of the day? Yeah, an update from yesterday. So if you saw uh, on my stories, I caught up with Justin Medeiros. After the swim event, uh, he had his ankle taped up. He's doing fine as far as I know, but uh, in talking to other athletes, there are 10 athletes who made it to medical after the event. Uh, for twisted ankles after the swim workout uh, no after no. the 5k five. Uh, the 5k wow five twisted ankles ten, ten twisted ten. ankles yeah. and a partridge <laughs> and a pear tree <laughs> yeah so like and, and talking to nick matthew like it was so tight you you know it was hard to pass and so you had to just kind of follow somebody along a narrow part until it opened up and he'd be so close if you didn't keep it really close eye you could easily trip on a branch or you know like a, a rock or something like that and that's what took him down and, and had him withdraw do you a know got him. a branch or no a rock a, a rock, rock. but there are so many the like, roots and stuff the rock got nick matthew for yeah, so celebrity of the weekend <laughs> of those 10 twisted ankles how many resulted in withdrawals as far as i know only nick matthew is the only one who has withdrawn at this point wow do we know if his was any worse than anybody else's or he's just you know having a case of the old uh, sundays <laughs> uh when, when i spoke with him he said that uh you know adrenaline got up through it like so he twisted it within like the first mile about the same spot where Maderos did but because he competed as an individual he was like look i don't it's he probably could probably push through it but it wasn't worth it in that like just let's was step it, away and, and he's not know? he's not putting the team on his back greg jennings style allegedly so no he, he left uh, scott and, and spencer out there to do the, all that work by themselves that was Damn. crazy do you know the trail do you know if the trail was it mainly it was looked like on the map it was like gravel and then you go off on a trail gravel go off on the trail is that the case yeah i mean it's it's a it's truly a mountain biking course and it's very hilly lots of steep uh, you know, short, steep inclines and downs. So uh, from what I've heard, it took about two, three more minutes than they would normally expect on a regular 5K, you know, just rolling hills or on a street. So, uh, they, you know, you didn't know where you were going. And so you kind of be running and you'd have a sharp turn and then we'd go uphill. So you didn't know what to expect and kind of they just kind of played a little bit more cautious, I think. Gotcha. What's your uh, next storyline for the day? Uh, so the women's side, 
Team Ice Barrel is not doing so hot. Ice Bucket. Ice Bucket. Uh, so they're in seventh. What I find interesting about the women's side is the top three teams are all team-focused. So RX Performance... Uh, they have two women who were from the games on a team, top ten, uh, Antonia Falt Katolinski and Maria Langfors uh, were both on the team at the games. And so, like in game, were the two women from AB CrossFit Mayhem, if you remember them from semifinals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, third place is stronger than a 90s trend. And so, Kelsey Keel, uh, Emily Lungford, and then uh, Kelly Baker. So, they all have that kind of cohesion, and I see the women are definitely... Uh, it's it's a team aspect, which is what we talked about yesterday. Was is it better to have team athletes or, or maybe stronger individuals? Yeah, and to that point, you know, I think it might just be a product of the programming. We talked yesterday about outside the run; those two workouts had a ton of teamwork involved. Yeah, everyone was on their own and had to swim, but otherwise, it was synchro work. It was synchro worm and synchro burpee, and even just strategizing the order of the swim seemed to really, really matter, especially at the end of the workout. Likewise. The next workout, a lot of us thought maybe it was going to come down to the barbell cycling. Weather aside, it seemed like it was all about when you rotated, who did what on the handstand work. And I think just the strategy that was involved yesterday, that might be the reason why the leaderboard looks like it does. It'll be interesting to see t today with more individually focused workouts, are those teams that have fitter individuals, do they actually end up climbing into the top three? Have you guys ever seen an Uber driver take an inhaler? Take an inhaler. No, but we did see an Uber driver from the back seat yesterday tell us we couldn't have the air conditioning on. Wow. That was going to get too cold and also drive on the shoulder and pass 30 cars and break the law. So I reported that <laughs> biatch and uh, didn't get a refund, but I got $5 in Uber cash. Congrats. This morning driving to the venue, we were just driving. She pulls out her inhaler. <laughs> And I'm like, what's going on? I've never seen someone need to have an inhaler while you're driving. She's having an anxiety attack. She was probably taking her Xanax as well. Whoa. I think she just looked in a rear view mirror and saw who her passenger was. She was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JR. JR got her excited or you? Yeah, JR. Oh, yeah. Okay. He wasn't in the car, but I held up a picture. <laughs> <laughs> she started sweating. Anyway. Man sweats. I actually wanted to start the show with that, but I was startled whenever we went live and well, just sitting here i was looking, i guess i was looking at jr my uber driver was looking at jr we were all just uh captured in that uh what do you have for us brian what's next we'll just move over to the men's side okay uh, that is different though than the women uh it is more individually focused uh not sure what to make of that other than you know they've just really fit guys um i don't think this team the men have as many teams that have come back and done this and so uh you know you're seeing the likes of Medeiros and crouch um roman saxon uh, doing well same thoughts jr on why the men are maybe not as much team driven on the front first day a little i mean a lot of these guys in even the top five have done team competition at wadapalooza several years so they kind of know what to expect they've been on a worm with two other guys they kind of know what's best practice when that goes. They were taking the warm-up pretty seriously. I mean, you, I mean, these guys want to win. So you saw a lot of different styles, a lot of different techniques, a lot of different banter back and forth with the teams that obviously hadn't practiced on it. But what was really impressive to me is even those teams that 
that was the first time touching a worm. When they got out onto the barge, it looked like they have been doing it for weeks, which is just kind of a testament to how fit they are. Except for Hopper. He got smashed in the head a few times. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, it turns out being at the front of the worm is a little tougher, and they put Ricky up there for the first 50 clean and jerks. And so he had done 50 clean and jerks at the front of the worm, 100 of the burpees before his swim, and still caught a ton of people on the swim. So I was, uh, I was asking uh, Pedro and Will last night, if you're Dallin and Jason and you just saw what happened today, how, what percentage drop are you that you think you can win the CrossFit Games? <laughs> At least 30%, if that illusion ever existed to begin with. Yeah, and then, I mean, Trace Leches, they're down in seventh place. They're kind of like Team Ice Barrel. I mean, they're down uh, 72 points from first. I don't think they're going to make the podium. Guys, I've got a a quick question for those of us in the audience, uh, both live and online live. When you're listening to the broadcast and Sean Woodland says, Trace Leches, would you rather he says... Tres leches, or would you rather he says tres leches? Or would you rather he say three milks? Three milks. <laughs> <laughs> I vote three milks. Three milkies. <laughs> I vote three milkies. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Uh, that's, that's it. Anything else, Brian? Fortunately, we've only seen one withdraw, so hopefully they're all staying healthy and get out today and get ready for the season. How's Matilda Garns holding up? Her team is in fourth place. Wow. wow. So she's doing great. Yep. So really, are you sussing on that or are you busting on that? So I, <laughs> if you want to go check out my behind the scenes I published this morning, I talked to her. Uh, she did not want to let her team down. So gotcha. she's had the flu for the last week. Okay. Annika Greer and uh, uh, can't remember the other team. The Scandinavians. Yeah, the Scandinavians. So that's that freaking Greg Jennings stuff right there is what I'm talking about. Putting yep. the team on her back, coming through for the teammates. We need to see more of that. Yeah, I don't think she's feeling great, but I think she wanted to not go hard on Friday and then have to bail out on the weekend and support her team rather than herself. Good for her. I respect that. Humble beast. Yeah, humble manipulation of her. And uh, and she's she's moved to Miami, so she'll be in Miami for the next year. Wow, Miami. Matilda in Miami. So if you want to read into why you can, um, try to start figuring something out. So I'm guessing she, well... I was going to say, maybe she got an exemption. Now that's another really, really fit person in North America East. I'm going to say that she's going team with Noah. Oh, and who else? is? Uh, doesn't Annika live in Miami now? Yeah. Wow. I'm not saying that's Annika, but. Miami. Who? Lena Richter. You heard it here first. Lena Richter, Matilda Garns, Bill Olsen. Let's and go. And Annika Damn. Greer as the fourth male. Oh, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no idea who the other guy is. Don't look at me like that. Well, there's only two males on the team. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> who is it? Chandler Smith? Tola. Tola. Oh. All right. That's a nice team. Tola, wow. Noah. Tola, wow. Noah, Matilda. And Lena Richter. Wow, they all said Lena, Tola, Matilda. Those are all good names. Noah. They are humbly, humble opinion, they're going to humbly manipulate the competition at the games with that team, and they're going to take home the win. They're humble and hungry. They are. Anyways, Brian Spann, thank you. Anything else you'd like to say? I'm out. Oh, he's out. All right, thank you, Brian Spann. Thanks for everything this weekend, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for everything. Great segment. All right. Want to go through cap or no cap? Cap and no cap. We're going to move into that. 
this segment of the weekend to refresh her. Where's your hat? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Where's your hat, buddy? The one that you took with you yesterday. This is it. This is yours. Th- these two came out of my bag, oh, so this is yours. that's it. Crazy Peter. guy. Peter Join White. This Peter White Bryson's from Cappy Pods and Wides. Joining us for Cap in No Cap, you can follow Peter at Coffee Pods in Wads yep. on, and, and on Instagram. And we're going to play Cap or No Cap just like we have the other weekends. Going to read a statement. They're going to say Cap'n or No Cap'n. Cap'n means they think it's false. No Cap'n, it's true. That's an easy way to explain it. And so uh, first statement, Peter, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All the way from Ireland. Fourth, how to remember to say that for it's the fourth a, day in a row. It's a long commute. Yeah. All right. Cap'n or no cap'n, at least one athlete eats it. <laughs> eats what? Okay. At least one athlete eats it doing the carry on the sandbag send. Wow. On the sandbag send. So on the first workout of the day, they're going to be doing sandbag carries over on Tina Hills, right? I believe so. I think it is on Tina Which I'm Hills. like, I don't understand how they're doing that. But. Uh, so at least one athlete eats it doing the carry on sandbag send. Capping or no capping? Three, two, one. Everyone's no capping. Definitely a no cap. I don't know what they're going to be eating out there, but somebody's going to be eating something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it seems like every time we have sandbag carries, especially in a sprint-style workout, someone just gets moving too fast. They can't slow themselves down, whether it's on a turn, whether it's finishing the workout, and they end up just basically letting the sandbag carry them onto the floor. It's going to be explosive. I cannot picture how that's going to happen on Tina Hills. I don't know either. Up the hill? <laughs> Up the hill. Up the hill. Just like four meter back and forth. <laughs> Side shuffle, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, someone's going to Shuttle. Fall. Sandbag shuttles. Wow. I'm going to take over under. I'm going to take the over on five athletes biting on Tina Hills. I'm going to take the over on two athletes falling off the stage. And I'm going to take. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to predict. All right. What were you going to say? I don't know. I really wanted there to be one, but I couldn't come up with what it would be. All right. Um, awesome. Second, cap or no cap, team ice bucket. We'll make a charge on day two and end up on the podium. That's Bailey Rail, Paige Powers, and Brooke Wells. They're actually called Team Ice Barrel. What's the gap? Yeah, and currently they have 213 points. They are only 33 points out of third. Wow. What's happened? What happened? Do we know? To, t- to Team Ice Bucket? Yeah, are we surprised that they're not wow. first? Yeah, so the dominating? run, you know, the run was a little bit uncharacteristic. They started out with a 14th. Yeah, it is one workout, but you would think with those kind of names, with those kind of what we think are solid runners, that they wouldn't have had that kind of a finish. Not sure if something happened, someone maybe got something tweaked, if they were one of the 10 twisted ankles and someone just had a really slow time. It doesn't give the breakdown, just the total team time. They, they were all 10 up. of the twisted ankles. They followed That's up. the only explanation. They followed up with a 10-place finish. Six of them at least. On the, on the swim <laughs> workout. But then they ended the night with a win. Wow. I could see him continuing, uh, keeping that momentum going into the sandbag workout and then into the final two events of the day. So, cap or no cap, Team Ice Barrel finishes on the podium. Three, two, one. Someone put on your cap. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Taylor. Definitely not finishing on the podium. This is too much ice for one bucket. I just don't think they're going to be able to perform, and uh, we're not going to see him make the climb. 
They're going to spill all over the floor. JR, no cap. No cap, yeah. I mean, I think about the day starting with a sandbag, heavy workout, cleans, squats, and carries. We've got two Mayhem athletes on the team. We know they got sandbags in their hands all the time. Later workout of the day has some bar work as far as a complex goes on the rig. I see that team having really, really strong gymnastics hanging capacity. So I think they take two out of the next three events and end up on the podium. Peter. Yeah, I think the first two events are kind of different than everything else. Um, I don't think there is such a thing as too much ice, Taylor. <laughs> I think we're going to see frosted tips and visible nips for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> frosted tips and visible nips. Oh wow. wow. Okay. All right, poem. Peter. Moving on. Hey, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a believer in Team Ice Bucket. They just had a day, as Roman had as well. Just an off day. Uh, the third statement, the current male podium will hold on for the remainder of the competition. Who is the current male podium? I think yeah, so current male podium is Team Gowad in first, um, Pixel in second, and Ombre Hombres in third. You've slightly out. You've got Team Tier. They are 24 points back. And then the strapping... Young and 228. And who are so the pretty, teammates? So, so, so pretty big gap there. Do you mean hole as in first, second, third? Would it be first, second, third? Or just yeah, the like yeah. what the podium is now is going to remain for the remainder oh. of the day. Shield of Doctor Online says, y'all have some goofy mofos. Thank you, Shield. Thank you. All right, cap or no cap. Current male podium is going to hold in place. Three, two, one. Everyone's capping. Full cap. Taylor, why? Fully capped. I just think uh, Team Gowad's going to make some mistakes. You know, there's a language barrier. Uh, Willy Georges is the Francois. And then you got uh, Justin Medeiros. Is, looks like he's going to break a controller out there if something doesn't go his way. So I just think they're going to take a spill off the podium. And uh, I'm rooting for Team Tier. My heart's in it. I don't really know if it's the logical choice, but I've never been one to go that route for my entire life, and that's what got me here. So I'm going to work with my emotions. Wow. Maybe it's time to change your approach. <laughs> <laughs> Great statement by Taylor Sell. Peter, all the way from Ireland, if you didn't know. Um, yeah, no, I just think there's too much to go. There's, like, we're only halfway. 20-odd points. Too much points, gold? Too much to go. Oh. Uh, You're covering something. There you go. 20-odd uh, <laughs> points. I don't see that being a big uh, mountain to overcome. I would say only one of the current teams on the podium will be on the podium at the end of the weekend. Yeah, I think specifically team tier and fourth. Um, you've got two workouts starting the day that are individually focused and super high power output, heavy sandbag work where they're basically doing a relay style workout. And then after that, they're doing a waterfall workout, starting with Echo Bike. As far as I'm concerned, Dallin Pepper is still the king of the Echo Bike right now. He's 3-0 and in his last three Echo Bike workouts. They've also got Jason, who we know is great on machines, and then Ricky, who's just super fit. So I could see them starting the day out with two like top three finishes and climbing into the top yeah. three. I agree. After seeing them try to warm up on the worm, I think they should be very excited that they don't have to work together today. Yes, yeah, so they got some worm <coughs> thrusters to finish the day, but a lot easier than uh, 65 cleaning jerks for, for sure. For sure. All right, that's capping or no capping, and that retires the segment until next time, which we don't know when that will be. All right, we're going to talk about the workouts now. Stay with us, Peter. Stay with us. Engage. Peter, stay with us, and all of you watching online, stay with us now. We're going to commercial, and we're back from commercial. 
workout one of the day. day. Athletes are going to start with Sandbag Send, allegedly on Tina Hill stage. They're going to be doing a buy-in of a 360-foot sandbag carry, 120-foot each, broken into a shuttle. Uh, I'm not sure what the distance on that is going to be. After the buy-in of a 360-foot sandbag carry, 120-foot each teammate, they're going to go relay style, one athlete at a time, nine, seven, five reps of sandbag cleans and sandbag squats. At 150 for the guys, 100 for the ladies. So you'll do nine cleans, then nine squats, seven cleans, seven squats, five, then five. When all three athletes are finished with the 975 relay style, they're going to buy out with that 360-foot sandbag carry, again, at 120 foot each. So that's workout one for the day. That, how is that on Tina Hills? Shuttles, baby. Sand, uh, sandbag shuttles. Could be, shuttles. 20, could be 20 foot increments. But even so, there's only going to be what? like 30 foot. We got the audience is telling us 30 foot increments. Listen, I don't know anything about programming, but this weekend I've seen a lot of back and forth and no progressions on the floor. It's a little hard to follow. That's all I'll say. Wow, Will, you're just trying to get us booted off the stage over here. Will no, disagreeing. Will, Everything though. we've done is amazing this weekend. I love it. Yes. <laughs> it's been perfect. Yeah, so a couple details just from talking to one of the judges that they're going to be uh, really focusing on that workout. Number one, no touch and go allowed on the sandbag, wow. which is going to slow it down. Wow. But also I think it's a really good conscious decision from the programmers taking into account yesterday 65 worm cleaning jerks from the floor. 100 uh, hinging reps with the deadlifts and the hang clean. So they've already done a lot of pulling from the floor. I think breaking it up into singles probably also makes it a little easier to judge. You'll have a little bit of a pause and release at the top with a drop of the sandbag. Also with the squats, really, really, really hard um, focus on opening the hip at the top. So that wow. might be something to watch. We know the athletes are going to be trying to sprint through those squats. How many teams get the fewest amount of no reps may, may – uh, kind of decide who wins I'm if not, you want, and if you want to follow along on the workouts you can go to the website or open up your heat one app and pull up the workouts on your phone not a big fan of them foregoing the ability to let the athletes touch and go i think they should let them loose and sprint it uh nine seven five there, is, there must be going to be loads of heats though if they're going like, there's not much room loads of what heats ah okay wasn't sure where you're going with that but uh all right next workout cool thanks <laughs> That's a great point, Peter. Loads of heats. <laughs> All right. Next workout of the day, we've got Waterfall on the Bay. This is going to be... <laughs> Don't read that. Go ahead. This workout's going to be on Bayside. They're going to be out on the barge for this workout. It's going to be Waterfall style again, each athlete completing three rounds of a 24-18 calorie echo bike, eight kettlebell box stepovers. And then 12 double kettlebell hang snatches. JR, could you give us a little insight on what they mean as to waterfall, meaning one athlete starts on the bike when they finish, the next guy gets on, et cetera? Yeah, so not really knowing the workout flow details. When I see this workout, I imagine they're going to do it this way. Athlete one starts on the bike as soon as they finish their calories and progress to the kettlebell. Athlete two starts on the bike and they start their calories. Then athlete three starts on the bike when athlete two dismounts the bike. The question will be, after that happens... Can athlete one immediately start round two? Or do they have to wait for athlete three to complete their final hang snatch before round two starts on the bike? So that's kind of a detail we're not really sure of. Shaking their head no in the back. So it seems like it'll be a little more simple. Once the waterfall begins, you keep going. And if you catch the person in front of you, that's the only time and, you have to And do. here's what I want to know is how does everyone in the audience know more about these workouts wow. than we do? 
Oh, let's oh, go. They watch, yeah. the, watch you, the other guys. divisions do them. You guys are awesome. Second question. One pair of kettlebells on the floor, and the athlete does 8th and 12. The next person does 8th and 12? Correct. Awesome. Cool. Love that. Love it. JR, love it. Pedro, that's Spanish for Peter. Do you love it? Si. Awesome. Wow. Gracias. Fluent. All right. Then final workout of the day. This is the finale for the teams. We've got Worm Fran. Four-time athletes are going to do 21 worm thrusters. Then each athlete is going to perform a complex of eight pull-ups, followed by seven chest-to-bar pull-ups, and then six bar muscle-ups for 21 total hanging reps from the pull-up bar. Round two is going to be 15 worm thrusters, then six pull-up, five chest-to-bar, four bar muscle-up, then nine worm thrusters, four, three, two. And then finally, an additional round added on to the typical friend of six worm thrusters, then three, two, one. Yes, no. I really, really like it when you take kind of a spin on a classic workout like Fran, whether it's for reps, whether it's for load, but you have hanging with thrusters. I always think it's a party. I think it's going to be great. Um, what will be interesting for me to see is will the thruster affect the hanging reps enough to where some athletes aren't able to hang on and go unbroken for their complexes? While one athlete works, the other two will be holding the worm in that static position. Them making it a three-person worm, I think that's going to be a lot better than in the past when they've used a four-person yep. worm yep. for two people to hold it, and you've just got it hanging all over the place. So it'll be interesting to see when they switch back, if they switch positions on the worm, if you leave the same person in the front the whole time. We know that's probably the hardest position out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think there'll be a lot of back and forth. To Will's point, though, is there going to be some kind of progression? I imagine they'll advance the worm after every round of – hanging complex reps so it'll be a little easier to follow yeah i don't think most of these athletes are used to anything hanging all over the place uh but i am i do think on this workout that the athletes who are best on the pull-up bar should be going first after the world thrusters so set of 21 athletes that are best at the gymnastics go right into the complex while the other two recover a bit then they go and they go etc as the workout flows you agree there absolutely yeah see si. gracias all right. Those are the workouts. And then for your favorite segment of the day. Looks These have not like been reviewed by anybody, and we might get a little crazy today. If you get mad, get mad at Taylor. All right. Looks like, Peter, you ready? You got some energy? Yeah. All right, we're going to kill it here. And we're going to start with Caleb Beaver. Looks like he spends his Friday nights calling seven-year-olds beaches on Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Hopper looks like he walked out of the Paleolithic exhibit at the Smithsonian. <laughs> Don Fall looks like your middle school administrator who tells you, it's not cool, man, to poop in the urinal. <laughs> uh, Ricky Garrard looks like a made-in-China Victor Crumb. <clears throat> That was a great one. That fell on deaf ears. Hey, you got to have some. <laughs> not, enough, not enough Harry Potter fans. In the <laughs> There's a new one coming out, you nerds. <laughs> I just saw the key one. <laughs> Justin Medeiros looks like he breaks the PlayStation controller when he strikes out playing 
flip. I don't know what MLB, MLB 2K. 2K. Oh, didn't you already say that joke earlier? How can you ruin your jokes before they even uh, come out in the segment? Shut up, Will, and do your job. Anyways, Tater's, next. Tater's always premature. Nick Matthew looks like he buys his T-shirts at Kids Gap. Facts. Guy Mayeros looks like the guy playing beach volleyball with his twin in the Double Mint Gum commercial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there another? Is There's another. Above Guy. <coughs> Sydney Wells looks like the girl that wrecked two BMWs before graduating high school. <laughs> Tough. Dallin Pepper looks like the shepherd from last year's Christmas nativity scene <laughs> who swears if he's given the chance, he'll be Joseph next year. Oh, my God. That's it. All right. That's looks like over for the weekend. Uh, you're right, Eric. The paella line is thinning out this <laughs> evening. There is no line for half-pound burgers. Sirloin tips also haven't been selling, but they will be, I promise. I'm wow. surprised there's not more people buying chicken on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had the seafood mac and cheese? All right. Wow. Peter, uh, uh, Peter White enjoyed his first chicken wing last night at an American bar. Wow. Peter, can you describe that experience for us? It's interesting that you used the word enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was from the chickens that I've seen. <laughs> it was a quite a large wing, I would have said. Uh, more of a hen than a chicken. Um, yeah, no, it was nice. It's fine. Um, not sure it's a, it's something I'll be bringing home to my own culture, but... <laughs> How do they eat chicken in Ireland? Uh, we blend it and then drink it. <laughs> chicken puree. <laughs> chicken uh, juice. Best, what was your estimation of how the chicken you ate was? How old the chicken yeah. was? Oh, about 14 years or... In <laughs> 38. Is that, is that classic dry-aged chicken? <laughs> <laughs> was it from the streets or the farm? It wasn't too tough. I'd say, yeah, yeah. It had, it had an easy upbringing. Cushy. So cushy. Taylor's mustache looks like if it could talk, it would tell us about how it scored three touchdowns in one game and had a full-time job at 10 years old. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I don't. But Will, thank you. Will looks like the most vibrant summer camp director who's just a little too old to be there. <laughs> I'm not even reading these before I say them. Congrats. Uh, well, wow. What else should we do? Should we get Colton to come up here? Colton, come tell us about the individual competition. Pedro, get out of here. See ya. Colton, come say something crazy. Thank you, Peter White. He'll be here all next weekend. But no swearing unless it's the B word. Is this a noble hat? No, Sentinel. And guys, introducing uh, 2024 Sentinel training athlete, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> I take credit for everything he's done this weekend. <laughs> Colton, I, I heard you're a freelancer and any training camp can just claim you and put you on. Is that true? I've been with the same fucking camp for eight years, and now I have maybe one switch, and you guys are all oh, fucking <laughs> We're putting you on a graphic. Uh, how's the weekend been so far? Chitty. No, it's uh, been good. Uh, it's been cool hanging out uh, just with sponsors and meeting everybody and just having kind of relaxing last few days, getting recovered up and game planning for when we get home. Yeah. Flying home Monday? 5.30 Monday morning. Wow, nice, nice.
And how did you feel about the individual workouts, changes that happened, your performance overall, anything breaking down there, anything to break down there? Yeah, I was, uh, didn't like seeing the changes, but I understand why they did it. They didn't really have much of a choice, and I think they, at the end of the day, they made the right choice. Um, nobody really wants to see the, see the workouts get changed. I think there's a lot of uh, challenges with programming for this particular event, just with uh, having, they want people to do individuals and teams. So they don't want to, you know, do like a high volume ring muscle up for individuals and again for teams. So that can make make things difficult. Um, we didn't really see a long event. I wish we had something a little bit longer. You know, our longest event was middle of the pack was probably like 15 minutes. So nothing super long. But I mean, uh, that's kind of what it is for a competition like this. You know that coming in, you just have to try and be as prepared as you can and do the best you can with the workouts and learn from it and go from there. Nice. Any thoughts? Did you have any thoughts about doing the team portion? No, I don't uh, play well with others. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose someone, is there one person you would play with and you could just couldn't find a third? Uh, Scott Tetlow would have been cool to be with. All right, Scott yeah. Tetlow, good dude. Would you go on a team with Taylor? Yeah. I'd go on a team I, with Colton if I, I weren't broken in half right now. I asked him, but, yeah, he's uh, – his uh, something was hurt. Not not quite ready. Not quite ready. But we'll be there soon. Maybe for the uh, California Wadapalooza. Wow. Yeah, That's so happening. Know, so I know you were mic'd up, you know, for a lot of the weekend. You had the crew following you around, kind of doing like a mini documentary series type thing. Do you think that would be something that CrossFit would allow at the games, where you just basically have people mic'd up just like they're on the NFL field, whether it's a coach, whether it's an athlete, so they could hear – you know, everything from heavy breathing during a competition, but also on an event like maybe that's a little bit contact-oriented, like a run or something like that. It could hear a little bit of back and forth, a little bit of trash talk, stuff like that. Do you think it would be good for the sport? Do you think CrossFit would ever allow it? Uh, I think most of these guys, if you mic'd them up, you just hear them crying at their judges a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> not much else, but uh, no, I think if you, if you mic up enough people or get the right people mic'd up, um, it could be really interesting and give people a lot of insights. But... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of nice people in this sport, but there's also a lot of fake nice guys, and um, if you mic them up, they're going to act accordingly. You're not going to really get much insights into them anyway. Gotcha. Pick the right people. I agree. I think you need to mic the right people up. I think it was really cool having you mic'd up. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing um, from Jason now that he's come out of his cocoon as a nice vibrant butterfly. Dallin as well. I don't know if Ricky uh, even talks other than, uh, uh. Um, so we'll see what his mic'd up is like. But excited to watch that. Were you ever scared the mic was going to fall off? Uh, I did. It fell off during the uh, interval event. Really? Yeah, I don't know at what point, but I after the event, I realized it was gone. I just went back and picked it up. It was over by my box somewhere. Gotcha. But it was Savon's mic, they said. So if it fell off, they said just step on it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did the people do the, like, they were, were they cool with you wearing the mic? Did they even know? Or did you just did it? Yeah, I don't think anybody knew. I just did it. And yeah, fuck them. <laughs> When you're doing Cortadito, and it's like, I mean, you know going into that workout, everyone else is going for second, right? But when you're in it and you're racing, especially when you get to the front squats and the burpees, do you remember that it's on? And if you would have, would you have said something like, okay, it's over? Like, could you have given us something it's like over. that in the moment where you're like, yeah, this, it, it's over? You know, something like, or when you get done, you cross the finish line, oh, yeah, I got this mic on, I need to actually use it now. Yeah, I said some out-of-pocket things afterwards. But uh, during the event, I didn't really remember that it was on, and it was just such a fast-paced event. I didn't really have time to say anything. I was just focusing on 
you know, my, keeping my transitions quick, not getting no repped and things like that. But uh, afterwards, I had a few things to say that I don't know. Not everybody's gonna like, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna love it. The people who matter will love it. Any other questions for Colton? What's the plan as far as competing again? Just see you in the open, see you at quarters? Yeah, pretty much. Do a local comp in Iowa. Um, but it'll just be for fun, staying out with the affiliates, the members, and things like that. But other than that, yeah, just training for the season now. Have you cool. signed up for the open yet? Uh, no. Been busy kicking ass here. Yeah, you have. Will signed up. Where I signed up. Over under on 60,000 this year. Uh, I'm going to go the over. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm going <laughs> to. Are you going to beat Savon? What? Am Are I going to beat Savon? Yeah, hopefully. That guy's. Sucks. Six, that guy's 75. <laughs> uh, We're not even in the same division. Uh, how are your fingers? You've had some accidents building your rig, right? Leading up? Yeah, my finger exploded. How's that? <clears throat> Feel good? Yeah, it's good now. It's uh, there's a little bit of a scar, but yeah, I was building the rig and I dropped it on my hand. And got a big blister on one hand, and the other one just got squished, and some chunks flew out. And I uh, just had to adjust training for a while, but, yeah, it's all good now. Nice. Yeah, so your most recent YouTube video, I, I really enjoyed it. You kind of got into the programming stuff. For those that don't know, you are really, really cerebral. You do like kind of diving into programming and competition, training. Is coaching something that interests you when you're done competing? Do you think you'll coach athletes? Um, I don't know. I think I'm really good at coaching myself, but I'm not sure how good I would be at communicating and just getting kind of my points across to others. Um, it had to be something that I tried. I did coach wrestling for a while in college, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, I think it'd be, it'd be really challenging just trying to deal with people with different mindsets than me and uh, yes. trying to figure out how to convey the things that, I don't know, just, I just make sense in my mind but might not make sense in theirs. I think. I don't envy Taylor's job very much. I think uh, I think he's got a hard one, but I think he's good at it. Thank you. I think I agree. The hardest part for sure is being someone with a lot of expectations for yourself, having super high standards, maybe even at times unrealistic ones, is not like projecting that on other people or understanding that they might not expect the same thing and being okay with that. And that 100% is the hardest part because I just want people to want things as much as I do. So it's, it's, that's hard. Taylor, did you know uh, a few months ago I was thinking about asking you to coach me? Oh, but dude. I think, I think you would have said no, so I didn't do it. You're breaking his heart, dude. He's going to be talking about this for the rest of the day. Man. <laughs> I, it just, you know, comes down to the plans for the next couple of years. But I am looking to get into it a little more, so we'll see. I've been doing a lot of the workouts that you post on, like, Instagram and stuff. Thank you, dude. I'll send you some good ones. Eaton Beaver says he can't get over the bald spot on my head. I didn't even know I had a bald spot. Yeah, Will doesn't have a bald spot. That's just uh, oh, the left-aligned widow's peak that happens with uh, some men from the Midwest. Yeah, I'm a Midwestern man. Come on. Cool. What are you? What are you? Do you have Cushing's, or are you just trying to read the comments? Cushing's. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not Jason. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's all we have for today. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us all weekend ton of fun hopefully we can do this again in the future uh and uh thanks colton for hopping on the stage and prompt you, you're the man and uh from miami see you next time see you next time